we talk about what we want to talk about. Because we're off the clock. It's your boy, Melvin. And your girl, Sharon. Repping HBCUs, educators. And black love. Remember to share, like, and subscribe. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of After School Talk. Where I'm your host, Melvin, and I'm your other, <laughs> I'm your other host, Sharon. I don't know if I'm about to co-host. I don't know. She getting old, y'all. Grown. Getting old. She just had a birthday. Happy belated birthday, Dr. Dukes. Thank you so much. And you turned how old? 21. I thought, I was about to say, I know she ain't going to answer that question. That's why I asked it. Mm, I'm not 40 yet, because when I turn 40, it is flirty 40. But mm. I'm not 40 yet, so mm. these 30s are kind of like... You got two more years? No. Um. Don't do me. Recap of your birthday with your students, because I heard you had some good stuff go down with your students. Oh my gosh. How they went? Let me first say that... um. My expectation for my birthday was not like... Well, first of all, what what week was this for, so for this, you? Yeah, so this was our MPAC week, which um, I was working with our MPAC students to do something that in past couple of years have not has not been done before. Non-existent. <laughs> yeah. Um, really trying to make a, establish a strong tradition of what their week would look like with the whole theme, um, with preparing for their, uh, what we called when I was in college, a symposium. Um, but we titled it for them, a, a yard show. So the yard show was really an opportunity for interested students to learn more about MPAC organizations, um, but not through just lecture style but through a showcase right so that took a lot of time a lot of rehearsal a lot of practice um along with the other events that were we were going to have that week they just timing and trying to execute and get everybody together it was just a lot so my birthday was the day after the show mm-hmm. i know i'm tired i know mm-hmm. they tired i know everybody who helped in my office is tired you so think? so i think yeah so i think so my expectation of my birthday originally was that we were going to have an event that night anyway. So I probably was going to be at the event. So I'm not going to do anything that night. And then that day, it was just going to be, you know, um, uh, what I'll call like the the recap of when you're having a big event where you got to go and check, you know, your attendance. Um, make sure everything was cleaned up. Make sure everybody's pulled together. Everybody got what they need. You know, you know, when you leave a big show, sometimes we just grab everybody's stuff and put it in the trunk so we can get home. So then it's, mm-hmm. you have my jacket, anybody got my shoes, you have my lights I brought in a box. <laughs> yeah, so doing all that kind of stuff. So I get to work, and um, the first thing is that I also teach a class, and I'm like, it is raining cats and dogs on my birthday. And it was raining hard. It was. Shailen was like, Mommy, your day is ruined. That's the first thing she said when she woke up. So, no, my day was not ruined. <laughs> I said, We're going to get through this. So, um, I tell one of my students who comes to my office all the time, I said, I may cancel class today. It is raining. I know me as a student, I don't want to walk through the rain to get to class. Like, we, we really could, uh, everything that I had planned for today, I can push to um, the next class. So, he goes, no, no, you can't cancel class. You want to do that? So, I'm looking like, you nerd. <laughs> like, yes, I want to cancel. He's like, no, don't cancel, don't cancel. So, okay, I ain't going to cancel. Um, so it's getting closer to the time for class. Um, I say, let me get all my stuff together. Let me go to the restroom. And when I go to the restroom, another student who's my, one of my graduate assistants is sitting outside of the office and he normally is not sitting there. So I'm, what you doing? 
Oh, I just had to get out of the other office for a second. Okay. So I said, oh, I'm about to get ready to go to class. I tried to cancel, but, um, you know, so-and-so wouldn't let me. And he was like, cancel? Why'd you cancel? Because it's raining. Like, what is wrong with y'all? So, you know, my PC one time, people, y'all know if it's raining, we ain't going to class, y'all. Ah, right, catch me on the next round. So my expectation. So now I'm looking like, okay, so let me go and go to class because I'm thinking like they're saying you don't want to cancel. Like, and even they said your students like coming to your class. They're gonna want to see you. Okay. Save it for a real good day. Yeah, that's what they said. Save it for a real good day when you know I'm either really sick or emergency has happened. Blah blah. blah. Absolutely right, kids. So I go ahead and I'm walking to class in the rain with the slides on, and I am upset. Like. I hate being in the rain. So just walking there and seeing and going slushing through puddles, feet are covered in water. Like if I like I'm covered in water, right? Let me get you some rain boots. Yes. I I think so. It'd be cute. So <laughs> so I get to the classroom and my class is normally talking when I get there. I always hear a couple of them of their voices because they'll be in there just going, going, going about stuff. So I'm like, why are they so quiet? Like what's going on? And so I turn the corner and bam, bam, surprise <laughs> so they are got the little horns they blowing the horns they done put up a little happy birthday sign on the board they got cupcakes a card they playing 50 cent go shawty it's your birthday we're we gonna, gonna party, party like it's your birthday. birthday and they got like a little bluetooth like not playing from their phone they like playing it playing it so i am in shock like did not expect that at all right so what really touched me and got me in a different space <laughs> was they gave me the cupcakes, they gave me the card, they turned on the lights, and they're like, you hey, have birthday, we just want to do this for you, blah, blah, blah. So I'm just, oh my gosh, like I told them, I said, y'all, my office is, everybody's like really busy right now because we just had a show. So, you know, I've just been pretty much chilling and had no expectations for my birthday today. So as I get the card, I'm like, let me open the card up. One of the students says, wait, before you open the card, think of Gerald. If you know me, if you have listened to this podcast since the beginning, you know, Gerald is a student that um, I got close with at the last school I was working with, and um, he was uh, killed uh, almost seven, I believe it was seven years ago, it'll be seven years ago in this November. So they know the story of Gerald because the story of Gerald ties into my dissertation research. It ties into my passion for creating a sense of belonging in the community at schools. So they know the story of Gerald, right? So when I open the card, they have put five five dollar bills in the card. And what do do the five dollar bill represent? I have cheated for the so people hard that don't right know. Now, for the people that don't know. For the people that don't know, one, if you go to the very beginning of this podcast, it's probably episode number three or so. I tell that story um, about Gerald. But to recap, so go back and listen so you hear the full for the full story of our, our relationship. But. The thing about Gerald was that on my when I first met Gerald, like I said, school year starts in August. At some point, Gerald finds out that my birthday is September 16th, and he keeps saying, I'm bringing you $5 for your birthday. And I literally said, well, you broke, you ain't got $5. So he just laughed. I was like, all right, all right, we'll see. I'll bring $5. On the day of my birthday, I had somebody come to the office to tell me that Gerald has just come and got into a fight. So I'm like, who, what? And I'm upset. Like, I'm in mama mode now because you got into a fight on my birthday. Mm -hmm. How rude of you, right? So I walk over to the public safety office, ready to give him a quick tongue lashing. Just tongue, da -da 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 -da. Lashing. tongue lashing. I'm going all the way old school. 
I walk in the door and Gerald's pacing back and forth in the public safety office and he look at me and just go with his hands up in the air like, man, I brought you the five dollars, but I lost like two of them in the fight out there. <laughs> what? What, Jesus? Like, I couldn't even be mad no more that when he saw me, his first instinct was I had the money to give you. But now that I'm thinking about it and thinking about Gerald and all this kind of stuff, he he was intentional with that. He did that so he get out get out of trouble with you. What? The herb and say that I got your money? Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he probably ain't had yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, shoot. I know she's going to find out. I know she's going to come down here. Here she comes. going to kill me. I got to say something quick. Uh, I had to find out, but I lost it in the fight. <laughs> Hey. Boom, there it is. I ain't in trouble no more. I'm no, good with this dude. Whatever, he's still in trouble. If I knock him out, <laughs> like he knocked that boy out. Um, but it was crazy. Like the students remember that story, and then they, you know they know about the tragedy that happened in the end. So for them to give that, not only shows that they're listening, paying attention in class, but that that whole moment touched them too, right? Mm-hmm. So before I go into what happened right after that, I'm gonna fast forward to last night. Last night, a student who he, we're going to have him on the podcast. I already said he got to come on the podcast because he got to give the full scope of this whole moment. He posts a, uh, he posts a video. That was my phone dropping on Instagram of him saying how it's about to be seven years since his friend was killed, who was Gerald, and how Gerald, before he passed, did something for him that changed the trajectory of his life. And that is like coming full circle for him of how that happened. And what it was was that Gerald used to talk to me about this student and tell me how this student was like a little brother to him and how can't nothing happen to him. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that big brother protection thing of of um, I don't care if I'm going out to the party, you ain't going to the party. You stay home and you study. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm out here in these streets and I'm dealing with some some guys like I don't care. You ain't going to be in these streets, though. You got to do what you got to do. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I was always like, why are you so protective of him? Like, get your life together, too, boy. <laughs> but he was just very protective of him. So when he passed, I made sure to talk to him, to this student about what Gerald said about him. I said, because that's big that now that he's gone, you got to uh, honor the fact that he uh, he saw something in you that you may not have seen in yourself at the time. Mm-hmm. So this student who is now about to graduate from Morehouse College and says to, and said on his Instagram like Gerald doing that and then that person going out and reaching to me literally changed my life. And no, this person is not here. This is why you know I'm still honoring his memory, his legacy because without that plug, for lack of a better word. Who knows where I would have been. Mm-hmm. So it just. And so for him. This student. Not even to even know. What my students did for me. About Gerald's story. And then for him to post that last night. It's like whoa. Full circle. Full moment. Full. Full. Full capacity. Um, of overwhelmed. And excitement. And love. And joy. For somebody who I only got to spend. Really. What you saying? August, September. So like three and a half months with. Mm-hmm. It's all, but it impacted so much. You know what I'm saying? So full of life, but that those three months impacted so much. So that's the big special part of the classroom portion of my surprise. And then, so you got a surprise from the classroom that it was very special to you. And then you leave the classroom, you're heading back to your office. And then what? Okay. So at this moment, I am wanting to rush back to the office to tell the students who told me to still have class how thankful I am that they told me to because my students had something planned for me, right? Mm-hmm. So, 
I'm almost, and I almost texted them to say, are y'all still in the office? But I didn't. I said, let me go ahead and get up here and put down these cupcakes and everything first. So I get to my door and I open it and boom. Surprise! Number two. <laughs> yes. So now I see the um people from my office, the um graduate assistants and coordinators, the MPAC students. It's just students who work in other areas of the, of the office that have all come to surprise me again. And a totally different thing. They don't even know that the class surprised me. And now I'm just... Oh, Lord Jesus. I don't know what to do at this Green point. It is. Yeah, right. And one of the 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 thing about that is that I know they were tired. I'm tired. We've all done this show. But for them to still say, like, oh, no, we're going to drop it by the office and tell Dr. Deuce happy birthday. And then ones who were in class are texting me because now they know. So they sending me, shooting me text messages like, happy birthday. We in cl- I'm in class. Blah, blah, blah. So it's this great. And one of the special moments of that too was that uh the graduate assistant had the uh students to make notes for me right Mm -hmm. like write a happy birthday note but she printed out some of my favorite albums whether it was lauren hill miss education lauren hill erica badu baduism pastor troy's album okay okay all the outcast albums crime mob like she printed them out and yes jay-z because we had just that was the theme or part of what we were doing Mm -hmm. and um she had them write it write notes on the back of that so that was like detailed special moment just yeah what what song was playing when you were coming in oh and they played return of the mat when i was coming in <laughs> so nina fordham let me make sure i said this nina so she'll know my kids know my favorite songs so they was ready they was ready with the return of the mac as soon as i walked in the room so it was it was great it was great i Honestly, ever since I've worked in education, to be honest, 100% honest, no, uh, how, how Ms. Lawrence used to say, straight up no chaser, to be able to have special moments with my students trumps everything. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing. Because they're the ones you think are doing the least amount of listening. Yeah. But really and truly, they're doing the most. Yes, the really most true, listening. They like, mostly they are they paying, paying attention. Close attention. And you really develop this family feeling with these with these kids because you know everything from you know i didn't share that i was pregnant with anybody except for Ray sharp Jen mm-hmm. and, and Ray cheek ladies i was like i'm telling y'all first that i'm pregnant before i tell anybody else in this building because they're my kids mm-hmm. so they got to know first before we tell the rest of the school so you know having those special moments with my students whether i teach them or um i advise them in student affairs it was just baby i am done mm-hmm. and then i told myself i'm gonna leave work like 30 minutes early on my birthday 30 minutes late leaving work <laughs> Because I'm just sitting around with them still. We all sitting around still listening to music, old school music, old school music, because they know how much I like that. So it was just, it was just great. It was great. It was great. Now, with having your birthday, you also did something personal that day, which kind of, which actually leads into what we're talking about today. You better, you better transition. I'm going uh, to do this. I've been doing it for two years. Two years. Come on, host. Um, so I decided on my birthday that I would release the official hustle collection for nostalgia um it's up on nostalgia page now www.nostalgia that's n-s-t-y-l-e-g-i-a.com yes and (laughs) be the plug be the plug um so there are four exclusive designs um out right now Uh, the shirts will be available until december however if we sell out before then we are not restocking this is what it means to get you an exclusive piece of nostalgia that you can hold dear to your heart that has some meaning to it um 
uh in particular we got the shirt that says ask about me which is where my in my mind that's your resume shirt that's that shirt where if you want to know who i am ask about me let somebody run the receipts for you okay sis <laughs> so ask about me and it's a play on the cassidy song with jay-z um i'm a hustler then we have the uh, Juice Crew song, uh, shirt that I really want to see four people get this shirt and take a picture together. Um, that's going to be my thing with that. So if you watch the movie Juice, you got the Juice Crew with Raheem, Q, Bishop, and Steele. And so on the front, it says Juice Crew. On the back, it has those four characters. And so we even have a group of friends that we um, had as coworkers, and we used to call ourselves the Juice Crew. Because, you know, along with spilling the juice and the tea, you know, we that ride or die crew for each other. Um and that film is iconic with the hustle and the um, ideals of some of the things that go along with this hustle collection that we're going to talk about on another episode. Because me and Melvin having a movie night, watching the movie Juice, and going to get y'all some little some little jewels and gems from that that has to do with a hustle mentality. Uh, we also have Ask About Me, Juice Crew. I'm missing something. Oh, black women got the juice, baby. And let me say that. Men out there, get that shirt. Rock that shirt. Let them let the rest of the world know black women got the juice. That that's another play on the movie juice. But we are really as black women, this is the time to really highlight ourselves. One thing that I'm really appreciating on TikTok and different things is they're showing black women luxury. I was just watching a video with Jackie Anna getting ready for the Met Gala. And that's something that is really special of let's show black women in the in the essence of beauty and melanin and money. Mm-hmm. We ain't always got to be struggling and be the be the the mules of the earth. No, I'm over. She over here flying from New York to London and buying couture outfits and staying in lavish hotels and and really just showing like yes, that's another that's another lifestyle that you that we have. We ain't always out here broken struggling. Come on now. And so then the last shirt is a Georgia vibe with a New York grind. Explain that one. So Georgia in the South. We have Atlanta, yes, you know, the, the, the capital, and that's a high-paced moving city. But for the rest of Georgia, uh, uh, Georgia clay and dirt roads and country boys and backwoods mm-hmm. and just southern hospitality and living, that's what Georgia is, mm-hmm. right? And there's a beautiful swag and, and, and that comes with being a, a part of Georgia, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I can be from this more laid-back, chill environment and still have a New York grind and hustle exactly, to me. Exactly, I'm still on my grind. Yes, because I love people say, well, you got to move in, do this, do this. If I want to go live in Hollywood and do stuff like that, I can. But let me tell you something. I am true to this <laughs> as far as being in a nice little country place, baby. I don't mind, I don't mind it. Now, I don't want to be a little too like, like, I'm glad we got, you know... We're close to Atlanta. I like city life. I like Columbia, South Carolina. I like Charlotte. Um, even going down to Florida. Like I like the other areas, and I and I have family from New York. I love that. But I like to live my life in a lower and a slower place area. Mm-hmm. But I'm a grind like I'm out there with the fast pace. Mm-hmm. That's what that is about. Mm-hmm. Um, so these shirts are really inspired to to um, to spark that hustle in you for this season, a fall semester of 2021. And so this episode is going to really play up into that whole Georgia vibe, New York grind. And Melvin and I kind of talk about what it really looks like with this entrepreneurial life. You seeing people saying they want to be entrepreneurs. You seeing people that are going out there and either fulfilling their dream, failing at it. Um, struggling, trying to get through. But this is just from our side, some things that, we have experienced and where we want to go with it that we're going to share with you today so getting into it um uh this this idea i guess or for this particular episode comes from reverend howard john wesley oh no mm, i meant to take that out sorry oh look at that i know see how she do me i know because that was a that i copy and pasted from the last one from last time we talking about spirit of excellence so no it literally comes from 
I was listening to that Cassidy song one day. I'm a hustler. Mm. Like when he was like, "Ask about me," I was like, "Yeah, ask about me. I am." But I, let's 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 talk big girl talk. That's what we do. And I said, "There's a there's a slight difference in the way you have to be a hustler as an entrepreneur. Mm. Um, you can be a hustler in your academics. You can be a hustler at work. But this entrepreneur, like, it's just you. You the you the HR the the product <laughs> check, the the creator content, the social media, the accounts payable, <laughs> you you everybody. That your grind gotta be different. And we see in movies like Paid in Full and Um Juice in the New York songs, uh in Biggie Small's Warning, and Wu Tang's Cream, uh, and Nas make you look make you look like that that's that entrepreneur, that hustle. Is comes off very business minded. It's, it's not like, just because it's like a do or die mindset. Yeah, kinda. yeah. It ain't a, just a dope dealer. Like I get a gram and I go flip it. It's like no, I'm building an empire kind of feeling. And then you see these guys that they get older be like, yeah, that little drug stuff. That that's not what we were on. <laughs> we really wanted to build businesses. That's that's what that New York feel of rapping gives you. And now you see somebody like Jay Z flip and get a billion. And then now you see people like you know Nas is millions and millions on millions. Like. That that's that type of that type of hustle. Mm-hmm. Now, quick question for you. Um, I'm I'm just a squirrel in your world because uh, oh, you you come up with all the ideas and all that kind of stuff for nostalgia and whatnot, and but, I just run my part. But let me say this though: I can come up with idea with what Melvin is good at in the assist. Scotty Pippen, uh, Dennis Rodman, what he's excellent at is uh, identifying the issue or the problem. So that's why it works as a good collective because he may not be sitting over here looking at the movie Juice and having all these dreams and vision of it. But then when I say whatever it is, he able to go like, all right, let me read between the lines and see if there's any issues or something we need to check on before <laughs> before, before we execute. So, yeah, so, yeah. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, go but ahead. my first my excuse me, question is, um, what has it been like trying to start this business? Like from the breaking down the idea to really putting in and move in motion, they say, you know what? I'm about to buy this equipment and we about to make it do what it do. Oh, you just said buy equipment. It's been so long since we did that. I forgot about that kind of stuff. I would say it is exciting, mm-hmm. but it's a level of pressure that I wasn't used to. Mm-hmm. Now, now, yeah. yeah. So when. And hear me for those who understand. Um, I I would equate it to being like a first generation college student when nobody else in your family did it. You know, you're trying to go to college and your parents don't know nothing about financial aid, housing, um, academic advisor, where you're supposed to go for this. It's really you just going out there on your own. Mm-hmm. And so on the flip side, we're coming from all our parents have degrees or have education, but none of them ever started an entrepreneurial pursuit. So it's you don't you kind of like. Is this what I'm supposed to do? I've never seen it done in my family, so it kind of it's a it feels this pressure of of well, what are you doing this for? If we just sent you through school for all these years, mm-hmm. what is what is this supposed to look like? And then not really knowing the game of everything, being fearful that you may fail because you don't know. Mm-hmm. You're literally testing out and trying. You're saying, um, you know, we think about nostalgia started from me speaking to a group of students. Same pain college as my Hillman, and that being a shirt idea. Mm-hmm. That was the launch right there. You know what I'm saying? And wearing the shirt the to homecoming, yeah. and people saying, I want the shirt. And then the next year, selling them at homecoming. Yeah, and then, right. And Under then, the table. Exactly, <laughs> clearly. And then fast forwarding all the way to now, you talking about a hustle collage and a photo shoot, and um, we now have a vendor that's making our shirts. Like, what? But 
the it didn't start off like knowing that's what it's gonna be it really was like a hmm got idea let's try it but it was it was a lot of um you know money got wasted you remember that times but we me and you be depressed yes just throwing shirts in the trash coming out right at all yes just oh I god! I remember putting the same design on one shirt like seven times just to, yes. just to see how it was gonna come out on that shirt. <laughs> it was on the sleeve like, we on the back, turn the inside <laughs> out, put the put the design on the inside. Like man, we gotta get this thing right because we can't get the temperature and all that stuff right yeah, on the heat press. Could not, and it's just like I said, you can watch as many YouTube channels as you want to and try to figure out stuff. Everybody's but, equipment is different. It is. Period. It is. It really is. So yeah, I, that's what I say. It's exciting because you see this. You got this vision of something, and you feel this instinct to jump out there and do it. But it's also safe to say the struggle is real. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely, the struggle sir. Struggle is definitely less real. struggle. Oh, um, my my next question is, what do you wish you knew before starting your business? Because like you said, it is there is no blueprint necessarily from your family members or closest friends so you don't really have nothing to go off of like you say your parents send you off to go to school get a degree and get a job boom boom, boom. but now you want to start this business so what's some of the things you wish you knew beforehand i say the first thing is learning how to ask for help Mm -hmm. but from the in the right capacity and from the right people Mm -hmm. um Something that you and I have started that uh, that I want to definitely continue, and I tell anybody else to do it. We realize, you know, as we work in partnership with each other, it can't be where we're having meetings in the house. We gotta, if it's a real business, we have to be like, all right, pack up the stuff, let's go up here to Starbucks and have a meeting, let's go up here to the office and have a meeting, um, let's write down things, let's set real deadlines. And when you do this in the same way of operating a business and make it serious, when you bring people in for help, they'll be able to know exactly how to help you. Mm-hmm. And being able to know exactly who to ask and understanding everybody ain't going to help. Mm-hmm. Some people don't know. They they absolutely don't know or they they run in the game like they do, but they can't, you know, they don't. Or some people don't have the time to. They would love to, but they just don't have the time. And just being understanding of that. Like I was, I, to me, anybody helping is just giving advice I was appreciative of because you don't have to. Right. You really don't. So that's, that was a big deal for me. But realizing some people are honestly don't have a problem with dedicating an hour to two hours of talking to you about something. Because mm. I kept feeling like, well, I, ain't, I can't pay them for it, you know, because I don't have no money. I'm trying to figure out how to do this. But um, I'll say my current position and what I work in and having to have a staff has taught me how to how to manage um, even a staff on the entrepreneurial side of things. Mm-hmm. So it can't be that you get, you know, yeah, you're going to start off with your homegirl may help you do this or um, your brother may help you do this, but then it has to go into a real like, okay, <laughs> all right, we transitioning into some real, some real stuff, some real numbers. Let's, let's figure out how to do that. To right. Do? Um, I say the other part is understanding how to schedule time for regular life and business life. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something that Melvin and I have now for the past couple of episodes of the podcast and a couple of things we have really gotten down pack is that, there is time dedicated to the recording or there is time dedicated for the meetings and understanding that the other time is not owed to anybody else. Mm-hmm. Unless your name's Shaylin. Okay? That's about the only other person fact, that, can, that can get can get our time. Because when people, like I had somebody ask me about doing something the other day and at the time that they asked, I know that that's my time that I calm down and go 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 get in the bed. And I and I felt really good to be like, no, I can't do it <laughs> because I we live very fast paced, continuous like this, 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 this. Like I like I said before, I was getting ready for a show, 
There's times I've been at work from eight until nine. It's nine o'clock p.m. How many hours is that? I don't even know. We have 13, 13 hours and then still get up and boom, do it all over again the next day because I still got to get shaken up and go to school. So ain't no, oh, you can come in late today. No, I have a child. I got to get up. <laughs> it don't even matter. That don't even matter, right? So learning how to say, this is the time I literally schedule out that this is when I work on business stuff. And 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 that I can be in my free thinking space to do that and not have any disturbances from anything else. And then also understanding, and this is my time that I'm not doing no business stuff. I'm not doing work stuff. I am just handling me. Mm-hmm. Big thing. Um, and then I'm going to skip to this last that thought that I had too is um, understanding imposter syndrome. We talked about that several times. We have, but that imposter syndrome will baby it'll really it's just like what you were doing the transition to the podcast a minute ago and being like i do this doing this for two years you you damn right you sure have <laughs> you sure have you can look at somebody else and go yes i have been a podcast host for two years i'm at almost sixteen thousand downloads like and standing in and then being going yeah versus i mean because i kind of i don't know but that no you are i think we get and then, you know what oh come on come on come on I think we get like that with imposter syndrome too because of the way the school system is set up. That if you don't have a certification in something or a degree in it, then that doesn't validate you as being a... Uh, um, you can't necessarily be in this position. Yeah, this but it's like... Yeah, no. Some people are just good at what they do and they're gifted at what they do. And then once they start walking in the path, they're doing it. Right, so right. really to say like, yeah, I have a business. Like that was a part of it. Like I, I was just like, yeah, I sell some shirts. No, you have a business. Stop saying it like it's something little, <laughs> which my students be getting on me about. Like, don't talk about it like it's not anything worthy. So it is just really trying to wash away that imposter syndrome and understand this is what you do. So when I don't know something, that doesn't mean that um, I'm still not running it and I'm doing this to the best of my ability. Let me tell you something that our um, guest speaker at our brunch that we had yesterday said. Mm-hmm. Shout out to PBJ. Um, she said that we have perfection is a trap. And I said, ma'am, wait, where are you going with this? Like me and the, the graduate assistant literally like tapped each other. Cause we, <laughs> she said, you cannot wait on stuff to be perfect to, to say like, now I want to show the world or now I want to be a part of it. It's not going to be perfect. And she made all of us say out loud, uh, sloppy progress, sloppy progress and i'm like i don't want to be sloppy though right that's just no we can't be sloppy is what you're thinking let me tell you what she said that that had me like yes ma'am though um she said the iphone is out and how many updates do y'all get for your iphone Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. she said what and what apple did not do is say we're gonna wait till we get the perfect phone and that's when we're gonna send it to the people she said we literally said y'all gonna pay this eight hundred dollars for this phone and and we're gonna keep sending you updates till we get it right and y'all just be happy with what what we gave you and we'll just keep working on it Mm -hmm. sloppy progress that is absolutely right it is is it was like a light bulb went off when she said this absolutely correct absolutely correct you have to get out there and at least go and say, here go my product. Now, it's going to be some changes and things I'm going to make to make it even better as I go ahead. But, but here's what, what I got, got right now. now. Exactly. Exactly. And that goes for anything, not just um, a business, but um, 
let's just say you got a proposal for your job and, and mm. you trying to get that proposal or that presentation just right. But no, put out there what you have right now. Get it together right now and present it. If you're doing some music, don't wait till like, oh, I don't know if it just ain't right. No, put out there what you got right now. If you're doing a painting, I don't feel like it right. I, yeah, you're going to always be able to change something, but put what you have out there right, right now. now. Right now. That is very, very true. Very, very sloppy, that, sloppy and, progress. And, and that's, a, that's a good way to say it. Um, Just because whatever you initially come out with is not going to be, how I want to say it. Like, like you just said about the, about the iPhone, it has been changed and updated so, so many, many times, times from that very first iPhone. Mm-hmm. Like, think back to the very first iPhone. Mm-hmm. It has changed so much. Mm-hmm. And everything wasn't a change that's like, oh, we have a better camera than we had before. You know, like a, you, it's been stuff where, no, that was wrong. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. We shouldn't have did that. Mm-hmm. That's why we about to send an update to your phone now and everybody going to get an update to change that. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So you know how you think, well, I got this this thing and when I improve and get it better, um, that's when I'm going to, you know, let go put it out there. Because no. Hello, that's what a prototype is. Ooh, a prototype you is. You are the, the prototype. prototype. Yeah, that's what a prototype <laughs> is. Is that it's the your your first uh development or or creation of something. Mhm. This is what I have right now. Mm-hmm. This is the prototype. But I'm going to go back, tweak some things, update some things, make some things better, take some things out, add some things to it, and then it's going to be even better than what this one is. Yep. And then even from that one, you still going to take some things out, add mm-hmm. some things to it, update some things. It's always going to get better, but you can't get better if you don't start out with something. Oh, take some action. Got to take that action. Come on. Got to take that action. That's good. Before we get too deep in that, because that's that's a that's a <laughs> I ain't no preacher, but that's a sermon right there. Um, yeah, I ain't no preacher, but I'm pushing. Where do you want to see nostalgia? And that's n s t y l e g i a dot com dot com nostalgia. Where do you want to see it in the future? <sighs> Jesus, I know where I want to see it. Oh, do I want you to go first? No, I ain't saying this is about you. Then why you ain't gonna say it? No, say it out loud. Come I want to see it in dealers and Madison. That's why I want Saks Fifth Avenue. Ain't that the name of the store? I want to see it all over the place. I partnering with. Uh, well, I want to partner with Gucci because they mess me up. Um, <laughs> partner with people. Mm-hmm. That's why I want to see it. I want to see nostalgia be a lifestyle, um, brand that warms your heart because it reminds you of the things in the past that you won't have again but if it for a moment will recreate together like we sharing that experience together um that if we have a lotion that's to the next thing and I'd appreciate the past 
and not really take a moment and really embrace it and hold on to it, right? And so when we go back, and I and I and like I said, the whole thing centered around my college years. When we go back for homecoming, it's nothing but reminiscing about those good times. That's what we do every year. Everybody literally come back just to do that to have those moments again. And and then I believe that we can create a that we have created a brand that will do that. And that's why it will stand the test of time because it will always pick back up on something and bring it forward. Mm-hmm. And for generations to come, you'll keep feeling like, oh, I get to be in that moment. I get to be in that fish and grits moment on a Saturday morning with my grandparents. I get to be in that um, uh, homecoming moment with my line sisters or my friends that I was in the dorms with and enjoy that moment. I got to, I get to be in that feeling of being the old school church where they all they got is a piano and um the singer and the and the choir with the choir rolls on that we just literally take all these moments from black culture and we put them into this lifestyle brand this 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 thing that goes beyond just shirts it is beyond shirts and then we look up one day and be like wow i remember on september 19 2021 we talked about what it was what it could be and here we go and look where we are even even beyond what we originally thought yes that felt good to say out loud too and you said it on the podcast. Bum, bum, bum. For thousands of people to hear. <laughs> 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 yes. Well, I look, I'm excited. I know we got some work to do on this Sunday morning, so we can get nostalgia to that point. If you have not bought a shirt yet, please do. jump online. That's um, www.nstylegia.com. <laughs> That's com. one more time. www.nstyle. GIA.com. Yes. And don't if you already bought one, buy some buy a shirt for somebody else. We got a goal that we're trying to hit. So you we will be pushing and pushing and pushing to December. You're gonna come you're gonna see a post every day from us. Cause we gotta push. We gotta push. We Melvin it has done an excellent job in pushing me out of my scary zone and being like, You are to make a you're post every day. You're going to see it from nostalgia. You're going to see it from me. You're going to see it from Dr. Deuce. You're gonna see it from after school talk. You are going to see it. And when you see it, share it, like it. Hit somebody up, jump on the website, mm-hmm. buy something, buy something from somebody else. You are going to see the nostalgia brand more and more. Yes. Yay. And you're gonna love it. And you're gonna love it. And you're gonna like it. And, and you're gonna, gonna like share it. it. And, and you're gonna, gonna share it. All of that. All of that. Period, poo. Nostalgia coming to a house near you. <laughs> all right, y'all get out there. Have a good week. We'll talk to you later. Peace.